Hello, this is Crystal Bunch, the host of The Artist Speaks, and today I am virtually sitting here with Graciela Serena, and we are getting together to speak about the new album, Fighting With Me and You, that was released in April of 2023, so very new. I've been kind of playing it on the airwaves on my show, and we have like fresh tracks um, little spaces that we play it on with our 6 p.m. programming. Um, but yeah, so KZMU is, has got it on the airwaves. You reached out, you know, hey, thanks for thanks for playing. And I super appreciate that. Um, I'm really glad that we had a chance to get together and chat about the new album. Um, the new album does feature some of my some of my favorite tracks, which are Earthquake, Ashes, and Don't Want to Hear You. But there's there's so much more about this album. So for me to stop talking and for you to start talking, hello, welcome. Thanks for being here. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. Um, I kind of went through your bio and and there's a lot, you know, you've lived a lot of life. You have a really, a, you know, a story behind where you have been and where you are now. And I think that that to um, kind of explain some of the lyrics and some of the songs and maybe even the grittiness that's behind some of the lyrics. But this is your story. So I'm going to let you tell as much of that or as little of that as you want. But what we're going to start with is obviously as a musician, when did you decide that you had an interest in music? Has this been something that you've had your whole life or did it start at a certain age? Um, well, I've been writing songs since I was 10 years old. Uh, so it was very, I, you know, I would just stay up all night and write two to three songs. And my mom's so supportive. She would just let me sleep in and go late to school because she was like, well, you did all that hard work last night. <laughs> Mom yeah. of the year. <laughs> yeah, she's great. And then, yeah, I just, you know, I, it's followed me throughout my life. It's really, truly been like a savior for me. And I feel like I've been doing it on and off. You know, I think that it's very vulnerable. It's a hard place to go sometimes. And I think that I've definitely let go of it in times and been like, I, I can't do this. I can't, I can't. This is my heart, like just going to the world and, you know, and it's hard to do that as a musician, as an artist. And I think some people don't think about that part where it's just completely letting yourself go and um, cracking yourself open for people to see. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's kind of why I started the interview of like your bio says a lot, you know, other interviews you may have done may touch on stuff, but at the end of the day, this is your story and to rehash questions and you know all of that like you get to tell the story however you want when you're asked and that's the beautiful thing of our world um but yeah as a musician and writing all of those emotions and all of those you know whether they're happy emotions or not happy emotions like you're literally laying your soul on the line for mm -hmm. the this music and thank you Thank you for doing that work and doing it, but also, yeah, taking care of yourself and being like, hey, wait, like, I need to stop for a little bit and just kind of sit with myself, however that long that little bit is, you know, like, it's super important. Um, when did you start pursuing music as, as maybe not a career, but as something to where you could be a performer instead of just writing? So I made an album in 2018, and I had a band um, and I started to pursue it more. And then, um, 
I kind of fell off, you know, life, life and the demons that chase you get in the way sometimes. And then I actually moved to Asheville, North Carolina, and I started making this album, Fighting With Me and You. And I realized that I was running away from something that was actually helping me. And um, so I realized that this is what I'm meant to do. And I just like couldn't, you know, that's been, it's been like a year or two now. And it took like a year for this album to come out. So that's kind of where I started really just like, okay, this is, you know, regardless of where it goes, I need to be doing music. (laughs) Well, music is therapy, you know, and it's like one of the things too. And that was so important during like COVID and being at the station. It's like making sure we met people in the middle, like we were in lockdown, but how do we get your shows on the air? How do we get this music to our listeners? Because we need it you know, mm-hmm. whether as musicians and, and having that creative release or as people and, and taking in that music and relating to it, like music is, is really important. It's, it's therapy in my opinion. So oh I'm yeah, glad, I'm glad that you, you stuck, stuck with it and you're doing that now. It's really rad. The album itself is absolutely amazing. Before we start diving into some of your favorite tracks and the production of the album, what are, who are some of your musical influences that may have inspired where you are now? So I, it's, it's an arrangement and a very big, vast um, amount of genres, but I would say that, you know, there's this old school feeling in the album that, you know, Janis Joplin, Stevie Nicks, even a little bit of Stevie Ray Vaughan, you know, has, they have all really influenced me in a big way. Um, and then, you know, going all the way to Billie Eilish, you know, the pop, the pop singers of this era, you know, I think even Taylor Swift. I mean, I don't, I don't listen to her completely all the time, but she's everywhere. And of course, as a pop artist, you're going to be like, what are you doing? That is so, you know, what, what is this? And I respect her. Yeah, exactly. I respect her so much as an artist because she's just really, she's just one of those women who really made it and really fought for it. You know, she did. She definitely has fought for it. And you know, it's like everybody that you named, they're powerful human beings, you know, and mm-hmm. everybody brings something very special. And yeah, I can definitely feel like the power. And like I said earlier, like for me to describe it as like gritty, because this is raw, real music that you're producing. So, you know, to be able to listen to it and be like, hell yes, like. I think this, or I feel this, like it's super (laughs) cool. Um, What are some of your favorite tracks on the album? So I think, um, how about that is one of my favorites because I wrote it when I was, uh, when I stopped drinking and I just really, I felt in that moment when I wrote that song that I'm going to come back. Like I, you know, it's like, take me down a notch. I'll come right back. You know, it was such an anthem for me. You know, it was like, I will not be bogged down. And um, uh, that actually followed with Ashes. Ashes is so important to me. I think one of the most important on the album, Ashes and Insane, um, because you have, you know, you have the love songs, you have the chaotic relationships you have you know and like and that's why I do love earthquake because so many people can relate to earthquake you know but ashes and insane are the real 
like looking at life and really choosing differently and seeing how much it can hurt and how much pain there is and making something else out of it. And I think that so many people, you know, feel alone. And I think ashes and insane are my way of telling people that they're not and that we're all here fighting this fight. And, you know, we can put down the gun and step out into the sun and we can let the ashes blow away. And I think that that those are just really, truly where my heart cracks open for everyone to see. And I wouldn't have any other way. Yeah, no, I love it. And it's like, too, with this being May and Mental Health Awareness Month. It's like, what an amazing message that you're sending. And, you know, like, and in addition, like, this wasn't easy for you. You've been through these struggles. That's where this beautiful music came from. But to be able to put that out there so that people know they're not alone is so damn important. So thank, mm-hmm. thank you for sharing that openness with everybody who will potentially or has already listened to this, this music and those tracks it's really cool it's really important and i i respect you for being strong enough to do that because not everybody's that strong so Mm, thank you you're welcome (laughs) Um, (laughs) it's it's tough like yeah it's definitely the world is not easy on us and to be able to turn that around and make something beautiful out of it is is really rad for fighting with me and you what was the production like did you start that like everybody is still talking about like I started it during lockdown or I started it during COVID. Was this one of those COVID projects or was this after that? Yeah, I think COVID was lingering, um, but it wasn't during. I did go into a big um, learning process during COVID and that's when I started recording and doing stuff, but not recording Fighting With Me And You. What happened was I found Michael Hines, my producer, who is actually from Austin, Texas, and I'm from Austin, Texas. And I was like, okay, this is it. (laughs) (laughs) This is meant to be. And it was, it was. I, yeah, I found him and then we just kind of started working together and he helped me find musicians. He, you know, he helped me, he helped me through a lot. Honestly, I think he really, really loved the songs and the message. And he just, um, we kind of just acted as a team from there. That's so cool. That's super rad. Well, what do you have in store next? Like, I know this just came out, but are you working on stuff already for maybe a new EP or a new LP? Or are you going to tour? What are, what are you doing with this amazing album now? What's for the future? So um, I am, you know, I have so many other songs that I could put out, but I'm kind of wanting this album to just push through a little more and have people hear it and receive the message because I think it is very much like what I'm about. I'm right now I'm looking for a band and I'm wanting to like start doing shows and touring and everything and um, really just start, you know, really like seeing like the fans and, you know, being a part of all of it in the live form. Is really what I'm wanting to try to do next. <laughs> Yay, that would be amazing. Well, that's going to lead right into the fun questions because the first one is if you could play anywhere in the world, any venue, any festival, what would you choose? What's your dream venue or festival? <sighs> that's a hard one. Hmm, yeah. I, I think 
You know, I'm not going to lie. I think um, just because I watched it as I grew up, I think ACL, um, yep. Austin City Limits, would be a really amazing opportunity because I just, I've literally, that's, you know, that was my whole childhood is watching that festival go on and, you know, yeah, that's really cool. I've never been to Austin city limits at all. Um, but I also have watched a lot of it in my life. So yeah, keep manifesting it. It'll happen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I will. (laughs) (laughs) As far as um, dream collaboration, an artist alive or dead, who would be the person you would love to do a collaboration with? Um, I think Stevie Nicks. I think Stevie Nicks for sure. And Billy Eilish. So amazing. Yeah. (laughs) So amazing. I know. I know. I'm like, well, you never know. (laughs) (laughs) Who out there is listening to this? Look it up. (laughs) What is your go-to album? My go-to album is, it actually depends. Um, I think, you know, when I'm sad, Noah Cyrus is someone I go to a lot. Um, But I think I don't really have a go-to album. I have like go-to songs and go-to like feelings, you know, I think. And that, and it is, it's kind of one of those things where this era has straight away from albums and it's it's sad I really and I'm part of it I'm part of it (laughs) reading bums me out but at the same time like we can't all carry around 300 cds with us everywhere I guess I don't know yeah hard it's like I still have all my cds from like the 90s when I was a teenager and collecting them like in a box in storage and I'm like I don't even I don't even know why I keep these things, but I do because they're like amazing, you know? Yeah. I mean, I love vinyl, you know, like I'm, you know, I'm such a vinyl baby and a Spotify baby at the same time. So it's like, I, <laughs> I know. it's a hard one. You know, <laughs> it is what it is. We can't win them all, but all yeah. right. Well, Graciela, it has been amazing speaking with you. Tell the listeners, everybody who's going to potentially listen to this, where they can find more about you and your music. Um, Instagram is Graciela underscore Serena, um, Facebook Graciela Serena music. And, um, I have a website that's Graciela Serena music.com. Um, and I mean, I do a lot of social media stuff. So if you're really trying to know what's going on next, social media is probably the best way to find that out. Um, I'm on all streaming platforms. So Spotify and, uh, Apple and all all the things. <laughs> all the things. Bandcamp. <laughs> yeah. The- yeah. SoundCloud, all, right. all of it. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sitting and chatting with me today. I really appreciate you taking the time to do it. Um, and yeah, this the album's amazing for everybody out there listening to this interview. Writing with me and you, Graciela Serena, amazing album. Um it's real, it's gritty, um, and I, I think that everyone is going to love it. So listeners, please, I highly recommend you checking it out. And Graciela, thanks again so much for hanging out. Thank you so much. And um, thank you for, you know, really feeling that call of uh, the album and the fight, you know, that we're all, that we're all fighting. <laughs>